Hi everyone! Today I have another wonderful interview episode for you guys. This is a woman who, again, I've been working with both as a coach and as a client. So it's been a wonderful exchange of um, teachings, information, lesson, just these amazing conversations that we have when we get on the phone together or text. And I'm really excited that we get to share it with you on this episode. Um, when recording this episode, I was on a cross-country road trip, so all the way across the country, and actually I'm still on this road trip at the final stage right now, as of the date that this episode is released, but when recording this episode, I was liter literally recording it outside in the middle of the Arizona desert with this wide desert expanse, um, expansive desert, watching the sunset, and it was such a vibe beautiful sunset unfortunately that came with a lot of noises from cars and trucks um and then as we were wrapping up the episode i saw the starlink satellites and thought it was ufo so i feel like i was a little distracted at the end but this was a great episode it just all added to the vibe of it of it and um enjoy You are the universe. You are that which created the universe, and you are everything in the universe. You are infinite consciousness having a human experience, and you get to have a life that is one of joy, peace, and abundance. My name is Karina, I am your host, and you are listening to Beyond Stardust. Welcome to Beyond Stardust podcast. Thank you for tuning back in. So today I'm actually recording from look, overlooking a beautiful sunset from Arizona in the middle of the desert in Arizona. And I'm going to be interviewing a very lovely woman who I have had the wonderful opportunity of working with, Hannah Becker. She was a fitness coach and has now transitioned. She still does some fitness coaching, but she transitioned into a business and mindset coach. And her, she's been super successful and her transition was just really beautiful. And I want to introduce you and I want her to talk about her journey into both transition, but also how she brings spirituality into it. So Hannah, can you um, introduce yourself? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on this podcast and have just had so much fun listening to it so far. And oh, yeah, it's just, it's so exciting to be part of this. So thank you so much for inviting me here. And before I start introducing myself, I just want to say that you, Karina, have been such an amazing part of my life in the, in the mm. last, in the last six months you know, my business really has taken a major 360 degree turn towards like abundance and excitement and just the energy has completely shifted and you are a huge part of that. And you've been such a blessing in my life. So I just want to say that because, oh my gosh. you know, you're, uh, you're incredible and I'm very, thank you so you. much. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. That's really kind of you to say that. I'm so grateful for you as well. Well, and it's just awesome to be able to collaborate with amazing coaches like yourself. And yeah. like you were saying, I started in fitness and I, I loved, you know, I went through my own weight loss journey. It was amazing. And I really enjoyed 
um, the transition from being, being really stuck and really um, sort of sad and depressed about my own body. And, you know, through my journey of, of fitness and weight loss, I was able to uh, sort of re regain my health. I was able to eliminate some of the chronic uh, pain that I dealt with. I was able to crush some like migraines. And so the weight loss was an awesome side bonus, but I wanted to help other people start feeling amazing in their bodies. And I was able to do that for the last two years. I, well, two years before about six months ago, I was helping predominantly women to transform their bodies, transform their, their mindsets towards their bodies. And I, I loved it. And then, you know, as things went on, I felt like there was something missing. And I had been on a bit of a spiritual journey myself throughout my journey to better health. And I was, you know, raised in a very religious home, like very staunch roles, very, um, you know, you, you know, you marry who, who you, you know, fall in, fall in love with first. And then that's like, just who you're with forever. And, um, you know, it's a lot of like the fire and brimstone as well. So I grew up with very, a very narrow mindset of what spiritual spirituality was. And then the more I got into my, you know, how do I make these changes in my body permanent? I started meditation. I started seeking out some like Reiki and energy work and going to alternative types of therapy like hypnosis. And it started to really shift me at my core. I went from sort of like this super like masculine, like overachieving energy, like burning myself out to really wanting more out of life than just the chronic, you know, cycle of burnout. So I started to seek out like things like human design and doing my own energetic work. And it very much closely coincided with my business development because I found myself like there was something missing in my business. Like I was helping people lose weight. I was helping people feel better about themselves, but then we would stop working together and they would, their results would go away. And Uh. that didn't, that didn't feel good. You know, as a coach that felt like, oh, well, I'm helping them while they're paying me and then they're leaving and they're not maintaining their results. And that just felt like incomplete to me. And so I started to search for deeper ways to help people. And I, in the process, found much more effective ways to, to heal myself. So I started doing, like I said, hypnosis and meditation, and then took it really a step further into doing somatic breath work and EFT and doing timeline therapy and really exploring my own demons and working through and releasing some of the really crippling, limiting beliefs and doubts that I had so that I could, you know, not only help other people, but release my own stuff. And it was just this dramatic transformation of going from like very high anxiety very like high performing yes but just constantly inundated with fear of failure fear of you know just constant doubts about myself my worth and over the last two years the transition has been pretty dramatic into just this general sense of peace and ease and yeah flow and you've helped me immensely with with also connecting back into my own divinity, like connecting back into my own 
like who I am as, as a soul rather than who I am in this planet. And that's been just a game changer for me because once you realize that you are this divine spirit and you are connected with everything else in the universe, then your opportunity for creation becomes limitless. So the last three months have just felt like a playground for me of just like limitless opportunity, doing the kind of work that really lights me up, going deeper, all because I started my spiritual journey. Like I would not be where I am without that journey. Yeah. That's so beautiful. I I love that. You know, yeah, like you said, when life just becomes a playground, it's like, yeah, there's responsibilities and yeah, there's like things we need to take care of as the human. And yes, we want to be successful in our endeavors. But when it all becomes play is really like the right. Exactly. It really is. And it's it's amazing the shift in just perception of my day-to-day life. Like waking up, I used to wake up every morning with this just this feeling of like oh, oh crap. There's a lot, (laughs) like I have to do so much. Yeah. I've got to hustle. Like I've got to make ends meet. Just this general sense of anxious thoughts when I woke up in the morning before I even would open my eyes. And now when I wake up, it's just different. It's like, I feel gratitude. I feel excited. I feel at peace because I know who I am. Yes. Yes. Um, so you mentioned that through a few different tools, which you now do some of it with your clients that you, um, you know, helped you find your spirituality. It helped you get more into energy work. And you mentioned, we mentioned Reiki, you mentioned breath work, you mentioned EFT tapping. Can you talk about a few of your favorite tools? Oh, and I mentioned human design. Can you talk about a few of your favorite tools with the audience? Because I'm going to assume that we have people in the audience on all levels, including like people who are just now diving into their spirituality. So I've already had, we've already talked a little bit about what Reiki was and what somatic work was. So um, maybe choose a few of your favorite and tell the audience what those are. Absolutely. So, I mean, I don't even think I can pick because there are some (laughs) amazing tools that I've learned. But, you know, one of the things I use very, very frequently is called EFT tapping. Mm -hmm. So EFT tapping is all about, um, so it's, it's a way that the point we're tapping on actual physical points of our face and our body to help us, um, release fear, doubt, negative energy. And it actually works with both the meridian points um, of our of our face and of our body, but it also works with our amygdala, which is our fear response center in our brain. So yeah. the thing I love about that, because I'm such like a science-minded person, is there's actual actually super compelling evidence for how tapping interacts with the brain and allows us to actually uh, control our cortisol response, which is the stress hormone. So when we're in sort of fight or flight mode, we are, we're in a place where we can't make decisions from a space of, um, from, from a conscious place. We make decisions based on fear and scarcity when we're operating from that center in our brain and what EFT or emotional frequency technique tapping does is that it allows us to re-engage the rest of our brain while also allowing our um while also lowering the cortisol response to certain fears and uh frustrations if that makes sense 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's so, it works so well. I know for me, EFT tapping has helped me uh, with my claustrophobia, um, both in flying. It it resulted in a fear of flying, but also like I couldn't be able, I couldn't drive myself through like Mm -hmm. long tunnels, you know, on the road. And like, that's how bad my claustrophobia was. And EFT tapping, helping with that, helped me through my divorce. And it definitely helped me, um, you know, release a lot of negative beliefs and emotions, stuck emotions. Yes. For me too, I, I had a lot of unhealed things around my divorce. I went through a divorce about five years ago and there was also a lot of beliefs around money. And this is one of the biggest things that I've worked through with EFT is I used to believe money, there will never be enough money. I am not worthy of making a large amount of money and I should just be happy with this small amount of money that I was making because those were my beliefs that were cemented into my subconscious in childhood. So when we assume these beliefs in childhood and we don't ever have the opportunity to release them or even evaluate them for whether they serve us or not, we stay super stuck in our financial Um, position. So I was stuck at a certain place financially for almost seven years. I was at the exact same salary, even when I went into entrepreneurship, exact same amount of money, because I didn't believe I could make more than that. I didn't believe I, I was worthy of making more than that. So by releasing a lot of that fear and a lot of those beliefs around money, and then reframing those with more supportive reliefs or beliefs, which can all be done with tapping. I've now changed my money story and almost tripled my income in the last um, 12 months. Wow. Wow, that's impressive. And the crazy thing is it's so the opposite of what I thought would shift my, like I thought if I worked more, I thought if I was more consistent (laughs) or if I like said the right things or talked to the right people, that's what would make me money. But it was really just this energetic and shift in my belief system that yeah. empowered me to, to skyrocket my business. Yeah. So that's been, it's been just a game changer and I'm so grateful. And it, without this tool, I would not be where I am. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's definitely a very, it's like, it's like a, one of those, what do they call them? I don't know, like a wrench or something. I don't know. It's like one of those tools that you can use in so many different areas of your life. Yes, it can exactly. help so much. Like, it's, like there's some tools that you can learn that are specific for working on like certain things, but there's other tools that is like this one size fits all kind of a thing. That is one of them. And then also gratitude practice, I believe. Yes. Oh my gosh. Gratitude is everything. Yeah. And it's, it's also so hard to be grateful. This is the thing that I noticed for myself in the last year. Cause I, I really, it's been a very tumultuous year. And when we're in dire straits, it can be really hard to lean into gratitude. Yeah. But, but I basically forced myself to go there. And that was the pivot point. That was the moment when I was like, okay, you can either stay in, and I was really in victim. I was like, why does yeah. it have to be so hard? Why does yeah. all of this have to like take so long? Why am I not making, you know, money? Why am I like just asking questions about like trying to validate myself, but not really getting the answer. And then by seeking, seeking gratitude every day, just yeah. literally forcing myself to, 
it really shifted things in a massive way by just like simple it it takes like two minutes to write down Mm -hmm. yeah 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 same here you know at at first it did feel kind of like like you said kind of like a forcing yourself to do it and it's not that like you make yourself feel grateful for things that you're not grateful for it's about really like forcing yourself to get out of like you said the victim mindset and really Mm -hmm. look at like oh my gosh I have you know I have a good hot healthy meal for every like meal I have these beautiful sunsets that I get to go outside and and look at you know (laughs) it's about finding things that you're genuinely beauty and abundance in your life that are already there and really forcing yourself to look at them instead of ignoring them for the poor me story or for like oh yeah there's so much pain and suffering in my life or whatever exactly and you're right it's not about just coming up with random things or being like trying to be grateful for things you're really not grateful for it's about just noticing like those small little things like for example I've I've had the most interesting thing happen to me in the last two weeks and that was I have a a prism sitting on my desk like a a little crystal prism yeah it's been there it's been there for the last three years in the same exact place And I don't know what it is about this year, but there's a specific way the sun is hitting it. And there's like a certain angle that allows like it to fill the whole room with rainbows, like for an hour or so a day, never happened before. It's been in the exact same place. And it was like, that was something that immediately I was like, I am so grateful for that because, you know, it didn't show up for the last three, three years, but then it finally did. And it was like, a moment of just like that incredible alignment, like that galactic alignment of just, yes, this is a beautiful moment, even regardless of, of, you know, at that point, when it first started showing up, I was just feeling sort of an energetic climb, an energetic, like, I'm ready sort of feeling. And then the, the rainbows showed up and it was like, oh my gosh, this could not be more perfectly aligned for this moment. Yeah, I, I find the same things, you know, it's like, really in the in those type of things that are seemingly little, it's like, sometimes there's the most magic and the most like outpouring of gratitude. It's like the same thing as a sunset or a sunrise, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, um, Indrani, who um, I know that you've worked a little bit with, she, in one of her classes, she was talking about the different levels. I've heard different people describe the different levels of energy differently. But I remember she, you know, was describing how gratitude is the closest thing to, um, like, divine love. And it really mm. stuck with me because I'm like, you know, people say cleanliness is next to divinity. And so ever since then, I've been saying gratitude is next to divinity. Oh, I love that. And it is. It really is. Because at the core of who we are is is love. And, yeah. and we are just, we're pure light and love and, and energy and we bury it, you know, my, what, what I found for me was I really buried it under, you know, conditioning, conditioning around who I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to look like and who I'm supposed to like show up as in different roles and what my business is supposed to be. And by allowing myself to shed those layers one by one, piece by piece, and it's not easy to work through all of that. But once a lot of that has been shed, it's so much easier to go there with gratitude and just be in this incredible energetic space, even when things are really freaking hard. Yeah. So 
So yeah, I'm super grateful for this journey <laughs> and also people like you who who come into our lives at the exact right moment, like the moment when we when we need it the most and when it's yeah. just the most aligned. Like I was just about when we first met, I was just about to go through COVID. I was just about to go through a really challenging time. And, you know, just these beautiful conversations we had where you really reminded me of who I am and just to be kind yeah. to myself and to um, to really tune in rather than sort of just, you know, grinding through it. Yeah, that, is, that was such an important uh, point for me to be able to to enter that difficult stage without crashing down, without crumbling, because it felt pretty freaking dire. But I still had these beautiful glimmers of just hope and also love from people like yourself that if they weren't there, if you weren't there, I wouldn't have made it to the other side without like either quitting my business. Like I've in the past when I've gone through really difficult things and ignored some of these like, you know, beautiful signs from the universe uh, and, yeah. and beautiful conversations, I, it's gotten worse from that point of difficulty rather than becoming a jumping off point for something yeah. incredible and something so much better. Yeah, I've spoken about it on the podcast before a few of those things like one, the importance of actually working with other people, like we are powerful beings, and we can really like do everything we, we can do everything on our own. But that's not the way it's meant to be just the way like the cells mm -hmm. on our in our body aren't meant to function on their own. We're meant to function together. We're meant to work together. We're meant we have all the power within ourselves, but we're meant to do it together. Exactly. And it's funny you mentioned that because there is a quote going around by Mel Robbins, who's yeah. a super famous, um, she's a motivational speaker, just has a ton of uh, clout in the community yeah. and in the online community. And she wrote something that was like, you know, the alpha female works alone. She knows her power and she is often found like, you know, just by herself. Right, and right. That, so... I wrote a post that I just pointed out that actually the alpha female is the leader of her tribe. Like she's the yeah. leader. And I don't, I don't mean to say that in a way that's like um, at all insensitive to indigenous cultures, but what I mean really is that the alpha female is the woman who leads and she yeah. doesn't, she doesn't just lead herself. She leads her people and she learns from other people. She assimilates wisdom from others. And that's where our true power is in my perspective. Yes. Is, is not in the isolation. Yeah. If we can know our power all we want, but if we don't use it and we don't, we don't also spread the love and spread the, the wealth of knowledge that we amass in our lives, then we are only partially in our power. We're really, we're yeah. really not in our full, in our full, true in our truth as a spiritual human being in my yes. perspective yes I 100% agree and you know you were saying like uh, alpha female leads it's like a wolf You're like wolf doesn't actually go by itself it's in a pack like you said so yes <laughs> exactly yeah I think that it's you know I can understand how how something like that can be beneficial to the type of people who 
always need to be around somebody, always need to be relying on other people, always mm-hmm. need to ask for, um, you know, approval or confirmation or whatever. I can understand how that kind of advice can be good for them. Like go within, maybe spend some time alone, find your yes. own power. But at the, but after that journey, cause I'm definitely an introvert and I tend to isolate and I tend to like do best on my own, but I actually have to do the opposite. I have to remind myself like, you are meant to work with people. You are meant to be around with people. Like, yes. Like you can utilize this power on your own, but can but it real the real sh- show of strength is can you lead others? Can you work with others? Can you also allow yourself to be led by others when need be? Exactly. And you know, I'm I'm sort of on the on the line between being an extrovert and an introvert, and I find myself, you know, in times when I'm feeling very um self-conscious I I tend to develop codependencies with others like I have to be around people in order to feel like myself in order to feel good and so absolutely there is there is tremendous power in knowing having that sort of um that self-confidence that self-worth that self-trust yeah but but you're right once once we've reached that point where we've cut the ties of codependency We've moved beyond um, sort of, I don't, I don't want to say like we ever move beyond healing, but once we've done some healing and yeah. allowed ourselves to really step into our worth and our power, then I think the biggest show of our strength and, and purpose can be sharing that with others. Yes, yes, definitely. And we can, you know, there's, I, I, I believe that we can tap into infinite knowledge. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I do believe that there are areas where we're, we are given strength. I believe that there are areas where we're given strength and people are going to have different areas with, than us with the, with, in that area. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, different people are going to have different strengths. So again, it's like as a team, we're stronger. As a team, like we can achieve more in this lifetime. And sure, we have infinite lifetimes. We're infinite internal beings. But if we want to achieve the most in this lifetime, we, we are better off utilizing each other's strengths and and each other's knowledge. I completely agree with you. And, you know, there's also beautiful uh, moments that have been happening in my life where some learnings from previous lifetimes have also been making their way into my awareness. Yeah. And, you know, that's, it's just such a cool testament to our ability as souls, as, you know, spiritual beings that, you know, not only do we learn and and develop and grow in this lifetime, but we amass knowledge from everywhere we've been and everywhere we will be, which is just beautiful synergy that we can share with those in our, in our lifetime right now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, Okay. So another thing I wanted to ask you while we were on this call today was um I know that you kind of have the same knowledge that I that I speak a lot about on this podcast about how we are this infinite consciousness we are this awareness we are all one this reality is kind of an illusion well not kind of it is an illusion um and I just would like to hear a little bit about how you know how you came to know that, how you came to understand that, how that's affected you, how that's affected your business. I'd like to hear a little bit about that journey. Absolutely, I love sharing about this because it's it is a more intimate part of my journey because you know, like I said, I grew up in a very 
religious home. And even thinking about a departure from that at certain times in my life would feel like a betrayal of my family, right? Or a betrayal yeah. of, of who I thought that I was. But I've always been curious and I've always felt like there's so much more to it than this very like cut and dried version of spirituality and God and consciousness that that I understood growing up and having also been raised like to believe in sort of the evil side of um, of spirituality like I grew up and and had very like extreme clairvoyance and I had I had night terrors my parents thought it was just like you know a sleeping disorder and there was like very little belief in me that I could see this other side. And so that's sort of where it started was I knew there was so much more beyond what I was raised to believe in. And because, you know, some of the, this, excuse me, sorry, my, my dog is, (laughs) my dog is sneezing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But, um, there, so I was raised in this very narrow mindset and, and it made me doubt myself my sort of abilities slash my my vision like what I was even seeing I I didn't believe that was really true maybe I was just crazy or maybe it was just a dream but it felt so much more real and I knew it was real but I couldn't be honest and open about that yeah and so you know I kind of shut that part off because it freaked out my my parents it it worried my you know the church leaders that I told Mm. about it, everyone Mm -hmm. was like, you're going to open yourself up to just like evil and demons and stuff if you go down that road. And so I really did just sort of cut that part of myself off. Yeah. And once I got older, and I actually spent a year in in Bible college, where (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I was, you know, I was 18, really trying to figure out what was what was all of this about? Like, trying to get clarity on, on religion and divinity. And I started doing research on the Bible specifically and how there were translations of translations of translations. And all of it comes from this language where, you know, one word in, in Greek or Aramaic is actually 20 words in, in English. So there's no way that we could extrapolate the knowledge into something that was actually representative of, of those texts. So that was the kind of breaking point for me to say, wow, I've been so illusioned. I've been raised in such an illusion because the texts we see as sacred are not even what the texts really say. So that, that really was like the breaking point of me going into alternative spirituality and trying to figure out what all of, what all of this means and you know, why I'm here. And I had some pretty bleak moments in that search where it was like, you know what, maybe this is just all there is. And I'm just like floating around in this like predestined place. Just, you know, there was a lot of moments where I was was pretty depressed and hopeless about my spirituality. And then I started listening to uh, Rhonda Byrne. Yeah. And something about her books. Like at first I was like, this is nuts (laughs) like this is crazy there's (laughs) no way this is true but then I started to experiment with some of the concepts she talks about 
in those books and just manifesting and allowing emotions and things like that. Yeah. And, and then started listening to Abraham Hicks and it was like my whole spiritual world got like blown wide open. Yeah. Like, holy crap. There's so, (laughs) there's so much to this. And I, I had a moment where I was listening to Abraham and it was, I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was something to the effect of you're just this amazing, like mass of energy and love. And you can choose to create whatever you want in this lifetime. And, and you're also connected to everything else in this planet, whether it's a rock or a tree or, you know, a blade of grass. And that just, it, it really stuck with me as I felt like it was deeply true. I felt in my body, this is something that I believe. And I started to experiment and I started to like, you know, I played the little manifestation game where you write down, like, I will, you know, thank you universe for the thousand dollars I will receive in the next 24 hours. (laughs) And then you fold it up and put it away. (laughs) But, but all of these things started to happen. All of these things started to manifest themselves in my life. And it was like, I went from just like really seeking mode to leaning into this truth that I felt deep in my person, deep in my, in my bones was, was true. And through that process have, you know, manifested some really like insane things in my life. And I think, so the manifestations are great, but I want to say that the most incredible and transformational thing that has come to me through this process of discovering my divinity and who I really am and connecting back into the infinite spiritual consciousness that I am that we all are is the the insane peace like I have never felt so much peace in times of in times of struggle in times of difficulty in times of financial strife I have never felt at peace in my life until I made this discovery for myself and really started to embody what that meant so yeah like I'm so grateful for the six-figure plus business that I have and all yeah. of the amazing clients that are in my reality. But more than that, I'm so grateful that I know who I am and that I yes. have so much peace, trust in the universe, and just total surrender. Like, I don't feel like I'm forcing my entire life anymore. Yes. And that's that's unreal. I never thought that would happen to me or that I would be allowed to just be Yes. And, you know, I talk about that a lot, too, about this, like, peace. It's like, I live in a state of peace and joy. And while my life may not be perfect, you know, there's definitely things that, like, things that I'm still trying to achieve, things that, like, maybe aren't comfortable in my life, whatever. I still rest in peace and joy. And so for you to hear you say that, people, hopefully people will realize it's not just something I say. It's something that you really get to experience when you allow yourself to realize who and what you really are. Yes, exactly. And that's what it is. It's not just believing it. It's not just seeing it, but it's also allowing that Mm -hmm. to, it's just the allowing of that knowledge to penetrate every level of your being. Yes, because it's there. It's never went away. It's not like it's something that like, 
you it's not like something that you gain. It's not something that you discover necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's something that's been there the whole time that we just aren't looking at because we're too busy looking elsewhere. So it's really about a surrendering and allowing. Exactly. And, and that was really hard for me because I was seeking, 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 like there's gotta be something that I'm missing. There's gotta yeah. be something. Cause I had tried, like, you know, I had tried the, all of these like manifestation like courses and done all of this work to like connect back with my inner child and I just it wasn't connecting for me in a cohesive way it felt like I was just kind of chasing I was in a chasing game with my spirituality and then finally I I just I listened and I like it just penetrated my soul hearing that like you know you remember who you really are. Remember mm-hmm. that you are not only, you're not only divine, but you're also infinite consciousness and you're yes. a powerful creator yes. and connected to everything. That was like, I started crying, just like bawling because there's nothing, nothing that felt like such deep truth to me in my life yeah. when yeah. I had been searching my whole life for that truth and not finding yes. it. So it was just, a moment of great like peace and excitement yeah. and happiness. Yeah, and it's it's not like there's knowing with your mind, but it's not that, you know, like you can you can learn something and you can believe it. Like mm-hmm. but this isn't about learning something and believing it. This is about like you said, a knowing that's so deep it penetrates your bones, your cells, your entire being. Like you just know it. Once you realize it, you know it. There is no question. It is not because somebody told you or because like this is what you should believe it's like if you know <laughs> exactly and I had probably heard it a thousand times oh yeah but there was that one moment when yeah. I was just ready to receive that and ready to also unveil it for myself yeah and it was just it was amazing and yeah. you know what I wouldn't have if, if I hadn't also been on the other end of the spectrum where yeah. I was like, well, this is all there is. And it's just, <laughs> we're all screwed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't, I don't think I would have, you know, it probably would have taken me less time to get to where I, I felt that, um, that, that deep surrender of who I am. But yeah. at the same time, appreciate this sort of, I don't think I would appreciate this knowledge, this knowing nearly as much if I hadn't experienced that sort of inner turmoil first. Yes. Yes. It's funny listening to your story. You and I have a very similar story. The only difference is that, you know, I was raised with some religion because my dad, I was baptized Catholic and my dad's Catholic and my um, mom's side of the family is Christian. But my mom raised me in, in spirituality, with spirituality, with like spells mm. and witchcraft, candle magic, um, meditation, um, crystal magic, all of that. But here's the funny thing is that because it was taught to me by adults, because it was taught to me by my mother, because it was taught to me by like, you know, the people around her, by authority, I actually rebelled from it kind of as if it were a religion what I mean by that is like, I all, I, I too went the direct like 3d science route and kind of like, we're probably just a series of chemical and physical reactions. <laughs> and when we die, that's it. We're just floating around by chance in space or whatever. And I went that route too, of just like, 
I guess, I don't think I ever would say I was ever a pure atheist or anything, but definitely there was a moment where it was like, if I can't see it, taste it, touch it, you know, smell it, mm-hmm. hear it, et cetera, it do- it's not real. It doesn't exist. And then I came back to my spirituality eventually. And the, the other part that's really similar is that while there were a few other things that happened before that brought me back to my spirituality, one of the key moments was discovering Rhonda Byrne and discovering the secret yes. and really testing it out. And like, not just taking this, a, a, the word of some random person who happened to write a book. Cause anybody can write a book these days or even then, but, or like direct a movie or whatever, but by actually putting it to the test and realizing this is real, this works. <laughs> exactly. It, it was funny how, for some reason, her words, they really resonated deeper than a lot of the reading I had done on manifesting and spirituality. There was something about it that seemed very just um, hopeful and kind of out of my sort of very just, I don't want to say boring, but just very like uh, matter of fact approach to spirituality. And it was just, it hit it hit the the right chords within me to be able to start stirring this like, oh, there yeah. could be something here. And then, you know, I started just so simply with literally writing myself a letter. Like, yeah, thank, thank you, universe, for a thousand dollars that I will receive in the next 24 hours. <laughs> Had no plans to receive that money. Yeah, and there it was like I got a random check. <laughs> from like a mortgage oh that I had like, you know, I had just sold a house or something, something random right. like that. It was just right. completely out of the blue. And so that was the first sort of like experiment that I had done. And yeah. I have done things like create vision boards before. Yeah. And I was creating them from a space of like, I hate my life. I need um, like an escape. Yeah. So I, I created this vision board out of like just escapism and sort of denial of my current reality and nothing ever came of it it was just like well that sucks (laughs) looking at it like six months later there was nothing on that board that had come true and then I started working on my vision board again after I had experimented and dabbled in manifestation and a a year later every single thing was like oh I manifested I literally manifested a car like yeah my dream car (laughs) and I manifested my dream partner and my dream business and it was like okay this is this is legit this is real Mm -hmm. but there were also levels to this where it was like just kind of a for fun thing to be working on manifestation but it still felt that there was like something missing and that's when I really got into Abraham Hicks Mm -hmm. and that moment of just like pure clarity around who I am and my, my divine nature that everything just came together in such a powerful way. And it was almost like, yeah, manifestation is a cool tool. Yeah. And I'm really glad that we like, I'm so grateful for the ability to manifest and, and create in this lifetime. But even more than that, having that assurance, not even assurance, but just that, that deep, trust and peace in the universe is it's a game changer because then you don't fear failure you don't fear strife you don't fear rejection because there's just this deep penetrating trust Mm -hmm. and on top of that 
when you really understand, you know, who and what we really are and that we are etern eternal and infinite, it's like, even if something does happen, it's such like a little blip. <laughs> like, yes. It's just like the smallest micro, like beyond what we can even fathom as small. It's beyond even smaller than that. You know what Exactly. I mean? Exactly. It's like a grain, <laughs> of, a grain of sand in the ocean. Yeah. And like death isn't real. So it's like, okay, if it kills me, you know, I can have another life if I want. Mm -hmm. I mean, that sounds a little depressing, but you know, when you really think, if you really think about it, it's kind of like, you know, we're so scared of death, but even that isn't that big of a deal in, in the bigger picture. Yes. I, I used to be terrified of death because, you know, in Christianity, there's, there's heaven and hell and yeah. purgatory and yeah. all of this, like potentially horrible things that can happen to you when you die. Yeah. And to, to not fear that any longer, yeah. I mean, it completely changed the game. <laughs> like, completely. yeah. And I grew up with a lot of fear around death. And I was deeply, like, I was, being an empathetic person, deeply disturbed and hurt and saddened when there were deaths in the family or when there were, um, you know, deaths of close friends or relatives. Yeah. And not that I still don't feel that deep sorrow and loss, but it's com from a completely different lens. It's yes. like, but this is, I mean, it's almost an exciting piece of, of, of creation in the circle of, of, I mean, I hate to say like, it's so cheesy, but the circle of life and yeah. the, the process of, of going into a reality and leaving yeah. your mark and then, and then departing so you can have an even like a new reality. It's just yeah. it's such a beautiful, like, I think it's such a beautiful part of our experience as spiritual beings. Yeah. That a lot of people, if they had this deep knowing and trust, we wouldn't be quite so terrified of yeah. death and we wouldn't be quite so quick to um, go into just deep depression because mm -hmm. of, of, of someone's soul departing this world. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, grief and sadness and the fact that you're missing the person in your life is still going to occur and still going mm -hmm. to be natural. But yeah, you don't look at it like it's, it feels because, you know, I went through this with my grandparents and it actually was like during my dark night of the soul or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was some serious, I, I went through some serious depression personally, but it was before my most recent awakening um, to all this. But grief and sorrow are still going to be natural because you're still going to miss that person being around. Yes. You're still going to miss a lot of the like things that existed along with that person. You're still going to, there's going to, that's all going to be normal. I don't want people to think that like that just goes away because it doesn't, No, no but, but you see it from a bigger picture. And also that that there's an almost like sweetness that comes with that yeah with that sorrow and sadness now because it's like instead of seeing it as pure sorrow it's like well not only did they depart this world but they're going on to something new and exciting and that brings like some sense of peace even though there's still like I mean I had uh, some you know one of my grandparents recently passed away and it was, you know, the first time I'd experienced a, a death. Yeah. Like post sort of my most recent awakening. And, yeah. you know, just also being able to observe 
grief rather than yeah. sort of so it's still there it's still very strong but there's yes. there's there's almost like this I don't even know what to how to describe it but beauty yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about it's like the <laughs> it's hard to describe but yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's this beauty to it and also just hope. Yeah. Well, on a more positive note, <laughs> I thought that wasn't positive. I agree. Like, I lost somebody really close to me. I lost my my um, godfather. Um, it'll be a year almost um, after Christmas. And, and yeah, there's like, it's, it's, it's like there's beauty in the pain of it is the best way to describe it or try to put it into words. Yes, I completely okay. agree. Yeah. Yeah. And and the great thing is that there is an impermanence in death. And and that's just it is yeah. a more it even though it doesn't take away from the the sorrow and the grief, it it does in a sense help you to kind of go to a higher level view of what's yeah. happening. And it's not yeah. quite so I don't know. For me, when I had a you know close friend pass away a few years ago, before I had really done this investigation with um, my own spirituality and had this awakening, it mm-hmm. felt so completely debilitating. Like I couldn't even, like I couldn't do anything because yeah. I was so consumed with questions like, "Why is this happening?" and you know, "What you know, not am I just gonna die and leave like nothing behind?" And, just these very bleak questions came to mind when I had that close friend pass away. It was just very devastating on a level that uh, was, was almost insurmountable, like unsurpassable. And the recent, most recent passing was totally different. And it, it obviously still a lot of grief, sadness, but, but also, like you said, that, that beauty and that ability to just also observe from, from a different perspective. It's really yes. beautiful. Yes, it is. And to shift this a little bit back to, I mean, that not that that wasn't positive, but to shift it away from death. Um, I'm curious because I want the audience to get to know you a little bit better. How do you bring all of this knowledge into what you do for your clients and business? Yeah, that's a great question. So I work with a lot of amazing coaches And the work that I do is really to help my coaches uncover their true power so that, you know, there's a lot of fears we have as entrepreneurs. You know that we have a lot of doubts, a lot of um, limiting beliefs, and they can be a massive uh, block for us to move forward. And we can block ourselves from even accessing money. We can block ourselves from creating uh the life and business that we want because of our beliefs so the work that i do incorporates some eft like we talked about earlier i right. do some, some timeline work some inner child work and but mainly i help my clients connect with their inner power yes with their divine being so that they can make decisions they can create They can become the coach or entrepreneur that they know they were always meant to be from a space of possibility and excitement and creation rather than 
from a space of lack. Like I have to create, I have to make money. I have to do this. I have to post. I have to, you know, uh, I have to show up in all these different ways. And we sort of shed all of the conditioning and we work through all of the conditioning so that they can come to a place of true peace for themselves in who they are and create from that space. Yeah. Yeah. So for the audience, I, we were talking about divine timing and alignment and synchronicity earlier about all of this. It's exactly how it worked out for Hannah. And I like, I needed, I realized I had posted a question in a group and I was getting all this like energetic answers about like energy work. I'm like, but I do all this. I know all of this, but what what am I doing wrong? And then Mm -hmm. I realized that like, while I don't want to have a super strategy, masculine based business that, um, it's important to have some balance. (laughs) So I was like, I need some help and strategy. And, um, and anyways, Hannah saw a post I made and we ended up connecting and ended up working perfectly because I was able to help her in an area that she wanted a little more support in. And she initially offered me support and strategy because before she, before recently she was really like heavily on like the fitness and strategy. And, um, and what ended up happening is that, um, she not only helps me with strategy, but she ended up being like that other, cause you know, when you're, when you're doing your own, when you're working on your own things, when you're working on your business, when you're working on your own relationship, when you're working on your own life, like you see it through kind of this narrow lens sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it really helps to somebody to have somebody outside of you to remind you, like you are a powerful being you're allowed to surrender. You don't have to constantly be in like work, 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 work mode or worry mode or fear mode or whatever. And just to have somebody outside of me, like remind me that while working on strategy, but helping, helping remind me of the balance instead of going too far into the masculine or too far into the feminine, which is what you've helped me a lot with Hannah. And it's like, you know, I talk about divine nature and resting in divine nature and I'll get on a call with Hannah and she'll be like remember you get to surrender like you get to surrender to love and joy and what lights you up and you get to surrender I'm like right 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 I tell people this all the time I I do get to do it too (laughs) exactly oh my gosh it's so good because you know I have always had overdeveloped masculine energy like yeah, very extreme, you know, type type A, uh, very like driven to the point of self destruction. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, working with a coach like you who brought this new energy to me to my life and my business, it was such an amazing just like convergence of the elements where, yeah. you know, I really needed someone to remind me it's okay to lean back. It's okay yeah. to receive. It's okay to rest. And yes. if you if you hadn't if you hadn't planted those seeds in my mind at the exact time you did, I would probably be in a much worse place than I am now because when I went through COVID, my first initial reaction was, "Oh, just got to get back up and keep going yeah. and just uh-huh. got to get back up and keep working." But instead of that, I gave myself like a month I would have never done that previously. And that month was a lot of discovery, a lot of reflection, 
and it was difficult. I was exhausted, but I gave myself time. And out of that, it was like, you know, what they say is like emergence of a Phoenix, like out of Mm -hmm. that, I was able to really emerge as who I really am rather than continue the cycle of burnout. So I'm super grateful for the connection that we made. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It ended up being so beautiful. And like, it's, I mean, it's still going. So there's just, yes. I know it's just going to blossom into a lot of beautiful things and it already has, and I know it's going to continue. I agree. Yeah. And, um, and I just love what I love about where you're at now and the work that you've done is you, you, I feel like you have gone from that extreme masculine to finding balance in that and that's what people need like there's so many people teaching the feminine like for me I was the opposite of you as you know already but like I'm comfortable in the feminine energy I'm comfortable in like letting myself be blown around like a leaf in the wind (laughs) but Mm -hmm. so to the point where I, I I kind of like try to make up for it by forcing myself into masculine you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so um so I feel like there's a lot of people being taught like just being the feminine just being the feminine So, so to have a coach who understands the need for both like you do is so important and so powerful. Well, there's, there are so many coaches who are either all strategy or all feminine and receiving. Yeah. Receiving. Yeah. So I truly believe that there's this beautiful balance. And when we can be in our healed divine feminine and our healed divine masculine, that's when we're in our truest form of self and our truest power. And it's been such a journey to get there for myself. But now that, now that I'm there and I'm playing with it and with it for the first time, instead of just being overwhelmed with tasks, it's like, I have, I have what I want. Like I have everything I need and everything I want. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's amazing. And I know you're, you, I mean, you have a wonderful business. You have wonderful success. You, you have a great life. (laughs) So you are living proof that this stuff works. I am. I'm the, if you want to, you know, take the, the spiritual journey and put it in the dictionary, I could definitely (laughs) see myself in that definition. Yeah. Um, why don't, I'm going to wrap up in a minute here. So why don't you talk a little bit, um, for the audience about ways that they can work with you. And if you have any programs that are available for them to jump into and your, what your one-on-one packages look like, or if they, or, you know, what they entail and, um, how people can get a hold of you if they want to learn more about the one-on-one packages. Yeah. I appreciate you, you asking that question so much and, I so I have I mainly work my business on Facebook. So you can find me in my own personal profile, which is just Hannah Becker. And I'm a business mindset coach. You can also find me on Instagram at so my my Instagram name is Coach Hannah B. And I have several amazing programs that I I actually have not officially launched the one I'm going to tell you about. But um, it's been so exciting because I've already, I've already got, you know, um, almost all sold out with the, the early bird for this option. So it's a program called liftoff and liftoff is to help coaches get to their first 5k and coaches or online entrepreneurs who have a service-based business. 
So the, the whole goal of liftoff is to sort of strip away the conditioning that happens in the coaching world and really base your entire business on energetics and on alignment and on what feels good to you. So I'll be teaching things like aligned offer creation, marketing strategy creation from an energetic perspective, sales from an aligned and energetic perspective, and then also shedding fears and shedding conditioning that holds you back so that you can easily get to that first 5k by just following these four workshops throughout the month so that's a four-week program and it's um right now it's still an early bird i have a few spots left and that's 555 so 555 dollars for that option i do have one-on-one coaching packages which really range um if you want to work on just mindset and you feel like there's a lot of conditioning you want to work through, there's a lot of trauma, there's a lot of um, fears, I help with that. And then I also work specifically with coaches one-on-one who are looking to scale up their business. So typically I work with coaches who are around five to 10 K and want to exceed and scale their business far beyond all of, you know, where they're at right now by also shedding conditioning. So my whole business is really focused on releasing, uh, releasing the things that hold us back as business owners and entrepreneurs and just as people so that we can embody our true power. We can step into our deepest level of worthiness and scale our businesses with ease and fun and flow. Yes. And I highly recommend her. (laughs) She's amazing. (laughs) Hannah's amazing. So if you um, are getting the nudge to work with her, go find her. I'm going to leave her social media links in the show notes. So um, I'll leave all that in there. And then you can message her if you're interested in that program or in inquiring about any of her other packages she has, including the one-on-one coaching. Amazing. This was so much fun, Karina. Thank you so much for having me today. This is such an elevated conversation. I just love it. Yes. And I'm glad. I'm so happy that you, um, that we were able to make this work since I'm on the road and everything. It's been kind of, we've had to reschedule a few times. So this is, I'm glad that it was able to work out so well. Um, And of course, Hannah, I'm going to have you on again. There's no doubt to that. So you will hear more of Hannah Becker on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And thank you to everyone in the audience for tuning in. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Okay. Well, then I will talk to you soon and we will have you again on the podcast soon. And thank you to everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And is there, would you like, is there anything that you'd like to leave the audience with Hannah? You know, I, if there's anything I would leave everyone with, it's remember who you are. It's yeah. go, go inward when you feel like you're seeking and searching all over the place. Just take that moment to go inside and remember who you are, feel that yeah. divine energy and that's who you are. And that, that opens up the whole world for each of us. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Well, thank you everyone. Thank you, Hannah. And I will be on next week. Thank you, Karina. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. This is a weekly podcast with new episodes released every Wednesday. Please rate five stars on your favorite podcast platform and share this podcast. 
If you would like to reach me about my coaching and mentoring programs, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Karina Levon. To be featured on this podcast or for other inquiries or feedback, please email me at beyondstardustpodcast.gmail.com. See you next week.